Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Welcome again. This is episode number 181 of Worldwide Wonderful Women. And the title of this episode is The Differences Between Knowledge, Understanding, and Wisdom, Part 4. We have been taking time this month to see the differences between knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. This is the last episode on this topic for this month. And just be mindful again that these three words have different shades of meaning depending on how they're used in a particular context. But I want to try to wrap up and try to review these three terms so that we can have an understanding because in having this understanding, we're going to be able to live a more full life this year and also to be able to glorify God in what we do. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 1 to 5 says, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, Indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Now, in previous podcasts, which I would recommend that you go back and listen to, I explained more fully what knowledge is. Now, to make it simple, knowledge is getting information or facts. Then also, I explained more fully what understanding is. Understanding is the ability to comprehend the meaning of or the ability to learn what to do with the information and facts that you gained through knowledge. Then I explained more fully what wisdom is. Wisdom is taking the correct action. Now the key word is action. So wisdom is taking the correct action now that you have understanding, which is a result of the knowledge that you gained. So I know, hang in there with me. Let me try to make it even clearer for you. Someone might have the information or facts, knowledge, but do not know what they mean or what to do next, understanding. Therefore, they cannot take the correct action, wisdom. But what you want to do, especially by reading God's word, is to gain information and facts, true knowledge, 
and then gain understanding by knowing what they mean or what to do next, and then applying wisdom by taking the correct action. I hope you're following me. I hope this isn't causing you to be confused because I'm trying to break it down and make it simpler than many of the definitions that you may read when you go to a dictionary or what you might find by Googling or online. So you must have knowledge and understanding to have wisdom. So this year, you want to make it a point to walk in wisdom. There's a difference between the wisdom of the world and the wisdom of God. You don't want to walk or live in the wisdom of the world, but you want to live by the wisdom that comes from God, because there is a difference. And James chapter 3, verses 13 to 18, explains the difference to us of God's wisdom versus the world's wisdom. Listen to what it says. If you are wise and understand God's ways, now, as I read this, look for these three terms, wisdom, understanding, and knowledge, okay? Let me start back again at verse 13. If you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't cover up the truth with boasting and lying, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and evil of every kind. But, now here's the contrast, but the wisdom from above is first of all pure. So this wisdom that comes from God, which comes from above, is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, gentle at all times, and willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. Here's these actions. It is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and is always sincere. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness. So you see, the wisdom of the world comes through a lot of times resulting in jealousy, selfish ambition, boasting, lying. It's earthly, unspiritual. It's demonic. It causes evil and disorder. But the wisdom that comes from God, first of all, it's pure. It brings peace. It's gentle. It yields to others. It's full of mercy and good deeds. It doesn't show favoritism and is very sincere and allows you to become a peacemaker where you reap a righteous harvest. So there's a difference between the wisdom that comes from the world and that from God. So you need the knowledge of God and understand him to walk in his wisdom. So again, you cannot walk in wisdom if you do not have understanding and you cannot have understanding without knowledge. 
All three are needed to walk a fulfilling and meaningful life with the correct fear and wisdom of the Lord. Now remember, when I say fear, I'm not talking about being afraid of God, but respecting, honoring, trusting, and loving Him. So you want to have all three, knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. This month, I used baby boomers as an example to explain these three terms, and I thought it appropriate in light of Job chapter 12, verse 12, which says, Is not wisdom found among the aged? Does not long life bring understanding? (laughs) So I thought that that was neat, the way that the Lord put that. Colossians chapter 1, 9 says, For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So we don't want earthly wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Now, believe me, it's nothing wrong with that. You have to have knowledge and stuff that comes from the world. You got to know how to drive a car. You need to know how to fix good meals. I'm not being so spiritually minded that I'm not talking about living down here on earth, but I am talking about if you're going to live a really fulfilled, satisfying, glorifying life this year, It's going to take the knowledge of God's will, spiritual understanding, and walking in his wisdom. Colossians chapter 2 verse 2 to 3 says, My goal is that they may be encouraged in heart and united in love, so that they may have the full riches of complete understanding in order that they may know the mystery of God, namely Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. This needs to be our prayer as well. We want to be able to have complete understanding in regards to God's mystery, which is namely Christ, who he is and why he came and how he affects and lives in our lives. Because in Christ are hidden all, not some, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And so we need to understand who Christ is. James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. We need to ask God to give us wisdom. For example, knowledge. God the Father had a plan that we would have a full relationship with him. But because sin came into our life, it has caused a division between us and God. And so therefore God had to send his only son, Jesus Christ, so that he would be able to take on the form of man so that he would be able to live a sinless life so that he came on our behalf because we couldn't live a sinless life. He had to come and live a sinless life for us. Now, understanding. What does that mean for us? And what kind of steps should we take as a result of that? We need to understand that Jesus came and lived a sinless life. And the reason why was so that he could die in our place and take our punishment so that we would be delivered from the penalty of sin and from being separated from God. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And now 
when you have knowledge about that and you have a real understanding of that, then you can walk in wisdom by taking the correct action by realizing I've sinned against God and all that's going to do is cause eternal death and separation from God. But God made a plan that if I would put my faith and trust in what Jesus did on my behalf, that doesn't have to be. Because Jesus, by obeying fully and being sinless to what God required, now he has taken the action where he was crucified on the cross, dying in my place, buried, but rose again, paying all the sin penalties that were required of me. He took my sin upon him on the cross, died in my place, but resurrected so that now that proves that he satisfied all of God's requirements on my behalf, that when I put my faith and trust in what he did for me, now that work is applied to my life. It's as if I've never sinned, and now I'm able to live eternally with the Holy God. Now, I explain this a little more fully if you go to our website and look at the homepage where I share with you how you can receive Jesus as your Savior. But I'm trying to just tie it in quickly in this little amount of time that we have. So you need to have the knowledge of who God is. You need to understand who God is, his plan, and why he sent his son, and what steps you should take in regards to that. And then in wisdom, take those steps by calling out to God and saying, God, I understand that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me of my sins. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my savior. And when you do that, then you become a child of God and you have eternal life and your relationship, which is separated by sin, is then restored. Also, if you've done this in your life already in the past, you've taken a step having knowledge, understanding, and wisdom that you'll continue to grow in knowledge by reading and studying the Word of God. So again, go to our website and get involved. Take some courses in our school. Look at some of the resources that are there. Be wise and take action. Also, this month, I had opened up a few spots for baby boomers that if you needed to be biblically instructed or supported by my working with you one-on-one privately, that you would email me and say, Paula, you know what? I've lost my way. I need some help. I need some support in being able to apply the knowledge, understanding, and wisdom that you shared this month. What I will do is call you back after you email me tell you about the program and see if it's a match for you, and then we'll go from there so that I can support you one-on-one with some help, all right? The whole thing about wisdom is not just having facts, not just having an understanding, but wisdom is actually taking a step, the correct step, the correct action so that your life can be different. Now, join me next month for our new topic, and in the meantime, smile Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. 
please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.